This is Channel Attitude. Your voice, your right, your freedom. Closet episode 225. Oh, they just keep climbing more and more and more. And I guess I just get excited to talk to you each week. And I thank everybody who pays attention or clicks into this show. This one's a little different. I know some of you might not want to like listen to everything that's being said, but just keep it on. Just hear the wins for this woman, hear the wins for her clients and realize that I love you more than anything. And I mean that there are so many people that I've met through this brand, through this Realm Network, Channel Attitude, through Vince Russo, through patrons, through live shows that I've gotten to know and love, especially over the last three years, uh, COVID. And I just want you to be around. And I, I love you. Like, I love you. You all know who I'm talking about. I want you to keep an open mind and heart. Listen to this woman who had some health issues, who uh, conquered and overcame them through diet and exercise, and who's just, I couldn't believe how old she said that she was. Uh, yeah, a lot of this stuff is geared towards women, but it doesn't need to be. So just listen to the message. Listen to the tweaks and the adjustments of Janet McConnell, who is uh, a public speaker, who is a fitness coach. And uh, she just does a lot in that realm. Um, she's got a lot of advice, a lot of things. She's an author as well. You can pick up her new book, Elements of Aging Well. And that can be for anyone. You can be in your 20s and we still want you aging well. We want you to take care of your body. It's your temple. And I want to keep you around forever. Without further ado, Goldie's Closet, episode 220, 225. Yay! Goldie's Closet, episode 225, Russo's brand, channel attitude, with this beautiful, beautiful woman, Janet McConnell, that uh, a common a colleague, friend of ours, was telling me about Janet and she said, you two need to meet. And I was like, nope, we're not even going to meet. We're going to do a podcast right off the right, right off the bat on the first date, just because we've got <laughs> Janet, we've got such a great audience and they just really uh, enjoy this sort of uh, banter and transaction. So how are you tonight? Oh, fine. Thank you. I think this is the fastest I have. This is like speed dating. <laughs> I mean, I've, I've always kind of wanted to try speed speed dating. Yeah, speed dating. I've always wanted to try it, and I might try it. I don't know. Have you ever tried it? What's your story? Oh, no. I've been married, and I've been with my husband for 32 years. So, Oh, good. Well, you I guys am... did speed date. <laughs> <laughs> but I think, it's, uh, I think it's really good because you can tell right away if you have a connection. And I just felt like as soon as I saw your stuff and caught on to your enthusiasm and your energy, I was just like, oh, I have to talk to this woman. <laughs> well, I was I was excited to see your stuff and read about you. And you've got this new book that's out. Everybody check out this book that's at the bottom of the page. And the reason that I'm excited to have her on and like not really preface anything was and you didn't really say on your website, you didn't really say in your speaking that you're gearing aging well um i'm trying to think of the catchphrase that you had my brain is blanking out right now just about like it was decaying mm -hmm. and it was aging and we're all gonna age yeah. but it's aging how is inevitable aging what? is inevitable but decay is optional and that's a great did you come up with that 
I think I saw it in a book somewhere one time and I wrote it in my notes. Same it just kind of got lost in the wake of everything. It was just like, you know, just kind of mentioned in passing. I thought, it's oh, powerful. I'm stealing that. <laughs> I already wanted you to come on. And then when I read, when I heard that and read that, I was like, okay, this is important because now do you gear most of your education to women or. I, I train both men and women. Um, and, but my, my, uh, focus is more like kind of 45 age, 45 and older, um, all the way up to the eighties. My, I have clients in their eighties also. <clears throat> but um, I, I, my book was written primarily for women. I think okay. I just had this burden for it because I feel like what happens is we don't really think about aging until we get maybe reach our 50th birthday and start to realize that it, it it's like right in front of you now. You have, you know, you have your children are mostly grown and you have grandchildren maybe and and you start to realize, wow, time's going by. And no, I, I, want to able, get that. I want to be able to keep up with my grandchildren and I want to be able to travel. And I don't like this idea of aging because it means I'm going to lose agency. I'm going to lose things that I enjoy doing. And it's like I say in my little video, uh, people are more afraid of getting old than they are of actually dying. It's a really important that everybody listening on the brand center, most of you that are tuning in are dudes, bros. I got you. The reason I wanted to have Janet on here is because a lot of times when you hear this sort of information, it is geared towards women and it's not geared towards men. And we've got guys that are in their 40s and their 50s that are listening, but we also have some that are in their 30s. I know some of you are in your late 20s. And just as aging is important to talk about, it's also important to talk about your weight. It's also important Mm -hmm. to talk about what you're eating. And you know, uh, our listeners that I've kicked your ass to the moon and back about, I don't, I'm not going to like your posts when it's a bunch of bullshit on your wall, because I'm basically just rewarding you for putting poison into your body. And we all like treats and we all like things, but like, there's one guy that I don't know if he'll catch this pot or not, but I think he's like, Jay, is it 65 pounds that you've lost? Like, this guy is completely transforming his life. He's transforming his energy. And it's important when we talk about aging that we just look at just where aging starts, Janet, like preventative, even in your late 20s, any age, but late 20s, 30s, 40s. And we do have people 50s and 60s that are listening to this pod as well. It's not just for women. It's not just for chicks that have a clock ticking right. and you know are worried right. that they're going to be grandmothers. This is for all of us. Like, don't Right. Don't ignore it. So let's talk about right. your story. Let's talk about it. Doesn't really say what health issues that you had. You don't have to say, or you can allude to it, or whatever. But well, let's talk. They're about all in it. my book. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I didn't tell about it on my website because that's more about just the overall picture of what I'm all about. But in the details, the story I have is that in my mid 40s, I had I'd grown up athletic active, mm-hmm. strong. And then I got into my career. I, st- I um, was a teacher for 13 years. And then I worked in corporate with uh, educational software and I was traveling all over the country, very lucrative, exciting career. And I was just making things happen. And I was so enamored of my career and achieving all of these things that I wanted to accomplish that I forgot all about my health. I mean, just, you know, uh, airport food and 
sleep deprived, jet lagged, uh, late night meals, you know, and all kinds of like behaviors that can really start to mess with you. And I coasted on that for probably about 15 years. And then all of a sudden I went to my doctor in my mid forties for an annual checkup. And he just said, what is going on with you? You are borderline obese. You've got high blood pressure, high triglycerides, high cholesterol. You are in the beginning stages of heart disease. And this is not, this does not bode well. And that scared me so badly because I, I knew I needed to lose weight. What woman doesn't look in the mirror and go, wow, I could stand to lose a little bit of weight. But I really was fooling myself because I had really kind of let myself go in interest of really working and, and just not taking care of me. So um, he, he tried to hand a, a stack of prescriptions, you know, for all of those maladies And I said, wait a minute, wait a minute, because I kind of called on that little inner warrior that was me as a child. And I said to myself, how can I take all these prescriptions when I haven't even given my body a chance, like even a chance to make it right? So I bargained with him. He knew me pretty well. I mean, I had history with him. So I said, listen, let's make a bargain. I will come back in six months. Six months from now, in that amount of time, if I have not been able to move these numbers to a more acceptable range, then I will take your prescriptions and fill them. So just keep them right here under this paperweight and I'm going to leave now and I will make an appointment with your receptionist. And he said, okay, because he was like, right. Yeah, Mm -hmm. people are always making, you know, you make promises when you're in trouble. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So that very afternoon, I hired a personal fitness trainer. I got a recommendation from a friend and just started in. And it happened to be resistance training, like bodybuilding sort of stuff, just powerlifting and resistance training. And I loved it. So I just went all in and I went three days a week and just lifted weights. So for a little while, um, I didn't even address the thing about diet. I, I, w- I needed to lose weight, but I was really enjoying the exercise. And the exercise alone, I lost about 20 or 25 pounds in that six-month period. So when I went back, my numbers were a lot better. And he mm-hmm. said, okay, keep going, keep going. Come back in another six months. Well, then I'm at the gym at 5 a.m. And over across the room, there were two sisters who were only a little bit younger than me and they were ripped. And I was like, why is it that they look like that and I look like this and we are lifting the same weight? It did not make sense. Now, you know, people tend to say, well, I just exercise a lot and that will take care of my weight problem. If I just do more cardio, I'm going to do an hour a day. I'm going to do seven days a week. I'm going to run a marathon. I'm going to do all these exercise kinds of things. And it does make a little bump because you are raising your metabolism while you're doing it. And also with resistance training, you're building muscle, which Mm -hmm. raises your metabolism. But it just bugged me that those two ladies looked so good. And I was, they weren't any stronger than me. And I just didn't, and my trainer was like, Janet, it's your diet. 
And I said, well, what are they eating? And I said, well, they're getting ready for a bodybuilding show. They're going to be on stage in another four weeks. So they're leaning out for their show. And I was like, what is this bodybuilding show business? What are you talking about? I had no idea <laughs> that this was a thing. It. And it's been, you know, it's been going on. It's just, I wasn't aware of that world. So I said, listen, I want that diet. I want to start leaning out and I want to be on stage. And my trainer was like, oh, uh, listen, <laughs> it's not what you think. I think he was afraid that I would dive in and I would fail and then he would lose a really good client. So he was thinking like, oh, a little girl, it's going to be hard, you know, and like kind of trying to protect me. And I was like, well, I'm out of here. If you don't work with me, I'll find somebody else. And so he's like, all right, all right. So he relented. Oh, wow. Yeah. So a year later, I was on stage for my first bodybuilding show. I had lost 60 pounds. You know, I was like, you know, 13, 14% body fat. And I still had a ways to go because part of bodybuilding when you compete is that it's kind of a work in progress because it's not just being lean and muscular, but it's also being sculpted and proportional and symmetrical, the symmetry and, you know, like shoulders, waist, hips, legs, everything. So it was, I looked like I belonged on stage, mm -hmm. but I wasn't even close to getting in the top five. So sure, then but you was, went. I mean, and then, I was on. then I was like, okay, this is war. <laughs> and so for the next 20 years, I just kept competing and kept getting better and better and better. And then at age, I was like 58. No, no. 57. I think I got my first trophy, but it wasn't first place. And That's then bad. at 60, at 60, I got fourth place. And at 62, I got third place. And so, um, and then, then, then COVID came along. Uh -huh. I mean, I was going to, I was going to compete in 2020 and they still had competitions, but they didn't have an audience. They only had judges. And part of, as you know, from your past athletic pursuits, the audience is the most fun part of it because they Absolutely. get so crazy. Yeah. So I did How that. And then proud I, you must be girl. Wow. Well, and I'm 67 now, and what? I haven't I haven't competed since then. So Holy I just, shit! I kind of got excited about being a trainer and taking what I had learned to women. Not that they all need to be bodybuilding competitors, mind you, but that they could at least be a healthier version of themselves, so they would be strong enough to lift a running grandchild or walk on cobblestones in Italy without turning their ankle or be able to run that marathon and recover more quickly or be able to get that little wine belly off because they had worked on their muscles, raised their metabolism, get a little more careful about drinking and, you know, kind of space it out more and actually have a flat stomach, you know, like just it's, it's all kinds of things for different women. So yeah. Wow. And then, wrote my book and just have got been going from there. And now I am my most exciting project is I'm working toward becoming a paid public speaker I on the topic that. of healthy aging. Yeah. So I'm looking for, I'm looking for the stage and I've been pitching lots of conferences, stuff like that. And so far 
So far, nothing really big has come across my desk, but I'm I'm looking forward to that stage of my life. But you've got the website built and it's beautiful and a great presence and you've got all of this stuff and you're just doing such a wonderful job, lady. Thank you so much. That's just I so, appreciate that. so cool. So you came back six months, checked in, here comes the next six months, you're crushing it, you're crushing it. I'm guessing the, the next six months, the sixth of the year, you were concentrating on your diet a little bit. Yes. Yes. Yeah. It was uh, amazing what happens when you stop eating a half a pound of yogurt covered pretzels for a snack, you know, <laughs> it comes right off. <laughs> Isn't that, and that's something like, let's talk a little bit. Of, well, let's talk about your book and then let's talk about some things that you've learned that can just help our general audience that are listening. That might be, I don't know, just a little bit out of the wheelhouse that most people say, oh, do this, this, and this, like there's gotta be some kind of special, unique, not necessarily a trick, but just right. some things that you've learned in your health and wellness journey. I always like to share those things. I'm trying to think of like just a lot of times I substitute um, sauces and creams and dressings for yeah. things that are lower calorie or higher in protein with a little bit of fat, sure. like Greek yogurt and flavor that with something like I just want people to know that there's options to still make things taste good and that yes. even just the slightest tweaks and adjustments just starting mm -hmm. out to get yourself excited enough to see some, some results, but just guys stop being a human trash can and just putting right garbage respect in your body. your body, respect your body. And that is one of the first things in, in training women who have never lifted weights before they've done cardio, they've done yoga or Pilates or run a 10 K or something like, you know, so they've kind of tried some things, but, um, the most important thing is, I think, in resistance training and any kind of lifting weights is that you learn to have a conversation with your body. It's a conversation. I've gotten my clients to say when they do an exercise and they're not sure what they're working. It's so new. And they're like, and they learn to say, who am I talking to? <laughs> Oh, you're talking to your biceps right now. You know, well, okay, so that's smart. Having a conversation with their body so that they learn to be a partner with their body instead of dragging this body around that they're disgruntled with. Start realizing mm -hmm. that it is only able to do what you give it. It can only respond to the stimulus that you give it, whether it's good food or bad food, good exercise or injury. It will only respond to the, it's like a guileless child. It will just learn what you teach it. So, you know, it, it's not your body's fault. You're not faulty. But in my book, what I started out to do, I started like, okay, I'm going to write about what I know about exercise and nutrition. And then I thought, there are 10,000 books out there that do that. Then they, And some of them are really good. You know, yep. I mean, they're, they're sound. But why, why would I do the same thing? And I thought, what do older women, middle-aged to senior, really need more of besides just the tactics? And I, I sort of realized along the way that I needed to write a book about the wisdom of what I've picked up in addition to just working out and nutrition the wisdom of how to build habits, how to really psychologically do it. And what you just said about substituting a little this or a little that, making it less calories, but still delicious. That's an excellent example because 
you can make little tiny movements and incorporate it into your life. You've got that down. Now add a little something else. And now you've got that down. And after week after week, when you keep adding, instead of trying to just, you know, knock the house down and rebuild it, you can just remodel little corners and clean up little corners. That's a nice nice analogy. My favorite thing to get on the road, and everybody knows it, is a Starbucks chai latte. Now, they used to have... They used to have uh, two of them. They had Oprah's chai latte at Starbucks, and then they had their original blend or whatever. Well, somewhere along the line when Oprah's went by the wayside, the original chai got watered down. And so I was like, this is just not that strong anymore. And I would say, can I have an extra pump of chai? Well, now it's two pumps of chai. So it's a large with two pumps of chai, and each pump has a lot of calories and sugar and carbs. And by the time I'm done with it, it's just like this crazy thing. Well, I just kind of got tired. I've put on a good, everybody knows I bitch about it and I'm working on it, but I've put on a good 20 pounds and I'm not comfortable with where I'm at. And I just thought, all right, I'm going to get this week on the road. uh, I'm going to get a medium. I'm going to get a medium size. And then now I'm at like a a small and it's maybe even one extra pump and not two, if any at all. And then now our drummer is doing this meat diet, which is, you know, keto and whatnot, but he's really just eating a lot of meat and a few vegetables and that's about it and certain mm-hmm. vegetables. And I'm watching, damn it, I'm watching the fat just drop off him and I'm like, oh, I'm already pretty much doing that and it's harder for me the older that I get. But I'm I'm watching that and now I don't even want that chai. I don't even want that. So when everybody goes, right. I, get an, I get an ice water because it's like, first off, I'm saving five yeah. or six bucks and then... I'm saving the fat on my butt and it's just, I'm, I'm tired of it. You get to a point where you just get sick and tired. So it's like you can, it's a great point about cleaning up the corners and remodeling and not just trying to rebuild yeah. the whole house. Like guys, it's late. You don't need to have everything from the yeah. takeout window. You don't have to have everything. You want to yeah. have a little fries or something like that. Okay. You're going to have that. I can't keep you from that, but you don't need to get like super size. Everything in America is super, super, right. super fatty right. size and it's just, it doesn't need to be that it, to enjoy your taste or get a little fry and split it with your friend or something like that but you don't need to devour right the entire thing. right yeah well exactly and that's the habit part and then i also thought about how important it is for us to establish boundaries because when you change your habits and you change the trajectory of your health journey you're going to get This is just wisdom I'm passing down because it happened to me where people will go, yay, go Janet for about five minutes. And then you start to look amazing and you start your, your muscles start to reveal themselves. Your waist gets smaller. You look fantastic. You look vibrant. You have all this energy and you just, it's, it's like your whole aura changes and then you'll get things like, are you? you sure what you're doing is healthy? Yeah. Are you anorexic? Do you have bulimia? Is something wrong? Yeah. And even though I wasn't skinny, exactly. I was definitely lean. I mean, I had muscle, but you know, they, they, I would, I even had a woman kind of sidle up to me in the lunchroom where I had my little prepared meals and I was eating fish and asparagus, you know, with a rice cracker. It was bodybuilding, leaning out time for a show. And she's like, aren't you afraid of getting mercury poisoning? Yeah. And, and I, what are you eating? You dumb. <laughs> well, and she was very <laughs> overweight. That's what I'm just and saying. It's always the people that are so concerned with you that are like clearly. No, no. 
And so there's a projection that people put on you and it's really expressing their own insecurities. I mean, exactly. You, if, if you can kind of take it in like that and know that they're on their journey, they're, they're struggling with their own insecurities and misgivings about the healthy journey and just do what you're going to do anyway. So boundaries are really important. And then also resilience, recognizing that what you're about to do is hard, it's challenging, it's changing habits, it's all these things. But when you look at the entire breadth of your life, the whole trajectory of all the different ups and downs, the, the struggles, the trials, the tragedies, the all of the barriers to getting what you are where to where you are now, and realize you've overcome every single one of those already. If you can take a picture of yourself 10 years ago and a picture of yourself last week and put them side by side and list everything that happened in between that wanted to stop you from getting here now, it's pretty, it's a really great exercise. I have that in my book as well as a journaling activity. And so I, what I did was I named the different things after the elements because it's called elements of aging well. Okay. And so- The fire, you know, fire, earth, water, wind. And so fire is exercise and eating right because that's your fuel and your energy. Okay. Water is your resilience. Earth is for boundaries, for standing your ground. And then wind is for habits and how they change, how, you know, how wind sculpts the landscape slowly over time that that's kind of what your habits do to your life. It sculpts you a little at a time. And so I, that's where I got the idea of calling it elements because they are just like Mother Earth. And they, I think that that would resonate with people to help them remember them. And so I guess in the, in, and in the wake of that, you know, I've got these amazing clients, Goldie. I have this lady who is, she just had her 78th birthday. So she started training with me about five months ago because she wanted to go to Vienna. She wanted to go to Austria for her birthday, 78 years old. And she had to struggle to go upstairs. She had to have her husband and her son on each side of her, helping her so she wouldn't fall. Now, boom, she's up those stairs and she can do balancing on one leg and she she's can lift things and she she's gotten stronger and it's it's changed her life and now she can go and have fun i trained a lady who for her 60th birthday wanted to climb mount kilimanjaro and she wow. is a hiker like you know urban trail hiker but not something as gnarly as that and I designed a whole program for her to be able to get ready for that trip. And she, this is, she did this last year and it's just been so much fun to work with people who want a lot of my ladies want to travel. They love traveling and they're semi-retired or retired and they, you know, have the means to go, but they realize that, you know, they're still getting over a hip replacement that never completely got you know, they never completely got conditioned on that side. You know, they, they're ambulatory, but they can't really hike or go up and down bumpy, uneven stairs or, you know, things like that, that you encounter when you go to foreign countries. And then other ladies are grandmothers 
you know, and want to be able to play with their grandchildren. And then I have men who come in and they are getting ready to retire and they realize that they want to go cross country skiing or they want to go on an adventure. Like they want to go on a bicycle trip up the Northwest coast with their son and they aren't ready, you know, so they train so that they can do it. And so when they have a goal like that, it really helps with being consistent with their training, of course. That's really important. And it does, I mean, again, we've got a huge audience of dudes. Um, so I always yeah. want to make sure I bring it back so that they yes. don't included. And like she just talked about, like everybody's got a goal of something that they want to do. And just the the weight thing is so hard and it's hard on your joints and it's hard on your, your body and it takes yes. a toll. And then, yes. you know, yeah, it's great to like be able to walk around Vienna and whatnot, but it's also great if you fall that you don't like completely break yes. brittle bones so badly that you're, mm-hmm. you know, confined mm-hmm. to a care home for the rest of your life. Like, and I, I remember the difference between somebody that's like, you don't have to be athletic. You don't have to be a bodybuilder like Janet, but right. just have some strength training worked into your, your week so that when the inevitable happens, like, yeah, you get some black and blue and maybe a, a broken bone here or there or a sprain, but yes. like not debilitated for the rest of your life. Like that's why I just want people to, to listen to this. I'm always trying to just, bark and preach preventative 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 yes what are, what are a few more things that we can because i'm keeping you for 27 minutes and we're already at the end of our hour uh we so can go a long time <laughs> I, I know you're beautiful and you're speaking my language and I, I i always want all these guys and and some women on here just to be reminded and be inspired you know and yeah, maybe you're not right. going to europe or whatnot but like you all, you guys right. all have friends that you want to keep up with sure. the joneses and you've got kids and and right. even if you're in your late 20s and you're, you're really, really heavy, your 30s and you're really, really heavy, that's the same thing as not being able to walk up the stairs. Y'all know what stairs are like with that added weight. What has right. been what has been a revelation for you now that you've lost your weight and that you're healthy? Like what's some d- dingy little thing that you wouldn't have expected because you're in better shape and healthy that you enjoy? Think of something I want to I want to take home here. I think that one of the things I could I could call up is that you get this sense of inner strength that you never realized mm. you had because when you're younger, you know, health and vibrancy is kind of a given and you can fall and recover and you know, you can be confident because you look young, but what happens as you get older, especially um, you know, for my seniors is they start to feel like they're kind of set aside. Instead, they have the vibrancy and the energy and the ability to still participate in the world, still feel like they have relevance, they have something to contribute, and they can share their wisdom. And it seems like when you start to get, it's that, I don't know if you've ever heard that saying, when you win at the, when you win in the gym, you win at life. Because the gym is kind of a microcosm of success and pushing through something that's hard to do and setting a goal and reaching it that you carry out into the world and you do big things in the world because of it. Because as they're finding now in the longevity research is that they used to think that diet was the number one most important thing. It has kind of fallen to number two because it's still important. The most important indicator of what kind of life you're going to experience in the second half of your life is fully on strength. 
How much strength can you get out of a chair? Can you get off the floor? Can you climb stairs? Can you carry grocery bags up a stairway? Can you, you know, all of those little things that you think, oh, that's just, that's nothing. Because as you said, if you are in shape, everybody falls, everybody mm-hmm. falls, whether it's yep. off your bike or trip on something, everybody falls. But if you have strong bones and strong muscles, you fall better. Mm-hmm. You're able to catch yourself. You're able to regain your balance. Or if you do fall, you'll get a little bruise, but you won't break a hip. You know? Yeah, and so, you're done when that happens. And quality yeah. of life, quality of life evaluated and measured by Janet McConnell, author <laughs> and fitness trainer, guru. Uh, it is measured by by your strength. That's a really, really great point. I've never heard anybody put it like that before. And once again, I do a shout out to one of our favorite brand members, patron, friend, listener, and that's Jay Baca. And Jay, I have seen you absolutely thrive. Every pound that comes out, comes off, we see another photo of you and another photo of you and your face is just lighting up and the sky is just like on fire. Talk about the elements in your book. That is Jay Baca. I'm so proud of him. And I think he said he's great. Yeah, it's just so nice to see people that they want to be in the forefront and they don't want to be invisible anymore. Paul, big evil pops. I know you're listening and watching as well. You've made huge strides and gains and you want to just keep on going, brother, because you are loved and we want you around for a long, long time. Well, Miss McConnell, we could go on forever and ever. I told you 27 minutes and I get my rear in, in trouble once in a while when I go over. But what a, what an honor it's been just to hear you talk shop and to learn some of your story, to get some of your tips and tricks, to hear what you your take homes from all of this and and check out the book at the at the end. Um, elements, elements of aging. Well, I, I can't wait to get myself a copy and check it out and just see and read more about you. You're an absolute delight. Thank you so much, Goldie. I really appreciate you. I'm so glad that our mutual friend got us together and I want so much for the next year to be a time of taking this message to a wider stage because I really feel driven to have an impact on a wider audience. I know that the audience is there People really need to hear this message because the boomers and the Gen Xers Mm -hmm. are getting to the point where they're realizing, I need to pay attention. I need to pay attention to this little vehicle that I'm driving around in right here. (laughs) It's fantastic advice and and a fantastic message that you've delivered today. Goldie's Closet, episode 225 with our guest, Miss Janet. Did I say Jennifer before? Because there is a Jennifer. No, you said Janet. I make sure I did. Uh, Ms. Janet McConnell, because there is a a very famous Jennifer McConnell. Uh, We thank you so much, Russo's brand, Channel Attitude. And we always wish everyone just the best out there. Tell them to stay safe, but be free and stay golden. (laughs) Let me clap. That's it. Thank you. Thank Thank you very much. What's up, everyone? It's Goldie Impact Wrestling, TLC's Cheapskates, Ted Nugent's Running Wild from him somewhere in the woods, and maybe you've seen our band, Goldilocks Band. We're out there. We're on tour. 
but now we're connecting on Cameo. So I want to tell you that I am here to be your humble servant. And that's whatever you need said for you, for a friend, a shout out, a golden shout out, you name it here and on it. Now, just reminding you, keep it classy, keep it cool and keep it above the belt. But I want to offer you something a little bit, uh, a little bit different. Just remember, if I'm not on the road and I've got access to these next beauties, we can always have I want to make this the most amazing experience for you ever because you deserve it. Your friends deserve it. Your loved ones deserve it. And just remember, I can sing you a few lines of a song. It can be from from anywhere. Like, uh, it can be from somewhere over the rainbow. Or it could be near, far, wherever you are. It could even be on a highway to hell. It can even be from there. Oh, and keep in mind, not all requests are the same. Maybe your motivation comes with a harder edge. Maybe you need a more jagged little pill. There's nothing that I love more than playing the heel. So if you need your message delivered with more, uh, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Intention? Please specify. Can't wait to connect with you on Cameo. Thanks so much for being here. Stay golden.